0: This week, we review The Haunting of Hill House and Season 2 of Castlevania. It's all Netflix and chills right here on The Last King Podcast.
1: Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Last King Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Eccentric Tom. Joining me are...
0: Okay, this is... uh...
2: Young Dracula, I would say.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, we're, we're doing bits, are we? Right. We have to do bits, yeah. yeah thank I you for know. letting me know afterwards.
2: And oh. this is Mr. Toffee Frankenstein speaking right here.
1: Toffee, toffee Stein? Toffee,
0: toffee, stein toffee Stein, yes. Toffee Stein, yes, of the of the Jewish uh, Toffee Stein <laughs> yes. lineage. All the way from Lichtenstein, yep. okay, where they make the toffees. Yep. Okay, so here we are again, another uh, week into the Halloween month of horror. Yes, so we know speak, it's
1: November, but
0: sh- well, technically, yeah. I mean, Halloween is at the end of the month, and
1: yeah, and technically, Dios to the happened three days ago. Celebrating the dead. So yeah, yeah but and we got oh, a lot of
2: horror movies we want to talk about, horror shows here and there. So we don't want this this festivity to end. You know, you know, we want to keep it. Yeah, up, we like yeah. to keep things scary.
1: Halloween lives on in our hearts, I guess,
0: <laughs> and on this podcast. Yeah. Even though the Christmas decorations are going up right
3: now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> It's soon going to be a time when I start hearing Christmas songs in a mall.
0: It's already
2: happened
1: for me. I mean, I have not gone into any malls. Not yet? No, because I am, you know, such an outgoing socialite, obviously.
2: (laughs) So, how bright are the lights in Orchard Road right now? Oh, all the way here in Singapore? Yes. Well,
1: do you think I look at Orchard? (laughs) I only go there if I have to. You know what? It
0: hasn't been great for like almost a decade because they're using those cheapo kind of like uh, low energy save money
1: kind of lights and it's not as impressive as it used to, as it used to be yeah and they don't do the lighting ceremony properly they should do it like every other like small english town mm. get some minor c celebrity who was washed out five years ago to turn on the light and then something goes wrong
0: so when you're going to open this lighting ceremony <laughs> <again>? <laughs> it's Man,
1: i wish i was a washed up c celebrity from you, five years you're ago. you're a
0: washed up a d-list Oh, I Z-list? wish I was D-Lister. D-list?
1: I'm below Z-List. I'm like Z's head lister
0: You're still not as famous as any character from The Only Way is Essex.
1: I think that would be sad, <laughs> honest to say. And... That is why I cry myself to sleep every night. Oh well, knowing that Joey Essex is more famous than me.
0: You know, what we need to do we need to do a whole new show where the only way is Sussex story-centric. <laughs> Sussex <Tom>. stories. <laughs> I'm not
1: even from Sussex. <laughs>
0: but you sound like one. <laughs>
2: no,
1: I don't.
0: You, just, could, you, you could do- pass
2: it off. You could pass it
1: off. I'm from Cambridge. Goddammit. You're
0: from Cambridge, which is even worse. Exactly. You know what your page told me. <laughs> I- Anyway, it's been nothing but Netflix Netflix and thrills. Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, Netflix and thrills. Yes. Got the <laughs> that good was one. a good cheap, one. Yes. cheap joke. I wanted to, I to do that. Netflix
0: and chills down your spine, but then, yeah, I don't know. I that, felt like that joke that, was working too hard.
1: I would have respected you more for that one. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, let's try this again. So it's all about Netflix and chills. Nah, as... does
1: not work second time around. Ooh. No, it doesn't. Really <laughs> <now>.
0: <laughs> there you go. So enough of the preamble. Uh, we'll be reviewing uh, two shows that have dropped quite not, I wouldn't see it recently it's been a while it's been a hot minute
2: she's been week two weeks or so like during the Halloween week yeah, yeah just I mean, in time
1: It's gonna be a Netflix happy episode but hey you know Netflix has basically replaced television for us
0: yes it has it has replaced television for the longest time I, I, I have like...
1: not seen terrestrial television deliberately in Ooh, I can't even begin to remember when four, four years, years five years four years five years actually no I watched uh, BBC 2 when I was in Switzerland hmm because I had to watch Mock the Week live. See, I told
0: you. He's from Sussex. <laughs> wow, <fuck laughs> he, he had to watch BBC2, the fancy one. Yes. Not even like...
1: <laughs> How is a... BBC2 the fancy one? BBC4 is the fancy, fancy one. You didn't
0: say ITV. <laughs>
3: oh fuck, ITV is shy.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, we'll be reviewing uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Which is technically not a remake of the haunting, but it's based it, off
2: the same book. Actually, but it's
0: based yeah. off the same book, and it does. Uh, it takes its own strides, and uh,
1: directed by Mike Flanagan. Who Mike Flanagan has made Oculus. Yes, yes. And more recently, Gerald's Game, which I think you've seen, Sheffield. yeah right? I Gerald's enjoyed Game, Gerald's, Game, Gerald's Game. Game
0: a lot. And I, was it because of Gerald's Game that like gave him, like the clout, so to speak? I suspect
1: to... so because uh, Gerald's Game was a Netflix movie, so I guess. It was a
2: Stephen King book, right, was it? Yeah, it's one of
0: the better Stephen King adaptations out there.
2: And because of that, he is actually in line to do the sequel to The Shining, if I recall.
0: There was a sequel?
2: Well, there's going to be a sequel. At least for Mike Flanagan, he's directing it.
1: Considering he seems to understand the basic tenets of what makes good horror, I'm cautiously optimistic.
0: I am very cautiously optimistic, but then again, uh, leave The Shining alone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just (laughs) leave any
1: Kubrick thing alone.
2: That's a Stephen yeah. King story too. Well, yeah, but... You know. And but even Stephen time. King, when he actually had his hands on The Shining, that wasn't really a good TV show when you, when oh you God, look back so at it. it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway no dude
0: let's just talk about Steve- you want to talk about Stephen King he directed Maximum Overdrive okay that was a
2: fun film I enjoyed that for what it is seriously yes. you know what it's dumb I, I, it's dumb I'll tell you I, that I, so this is
1: a day that Toffee admitted to us he has a cocaine problem yes <laughs> I do yeah. like you can only enjoy that movie like uh, Stephen King was when he made it that's Did, all, just
0: all just in your your Malaysia I can enjoy it right so, yeah. so the only moment I enjoyed Maximum Overdrive was like towards the end where the waitress came running out with a bazooka <laughs> And I thought to myself, yes, fuck it. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those movies.
2: It is. Yes! Already by the time that can machine actually opened up and shot a guy in a crotch or killed him from So that, you don't mean was you it.
1: were enraptured the moment that Stephen King was told fuck you by an ATM? Yeah. Mm,
0: no. I'm a fan. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh Haunting of House Hill, uh Ten? Haunting of Hill House Hill House Hill. House, Hill, House, House Hill, House. Hill. The house on haunted hill. That's the thing.
1: Is a... not to be confused with portrayal of House on a Hill, which is a board game made by Wizards
3: of the Coast.
0: And not to be mistaken by uh, the haunting or uh, the haunted house on the hill, or the hill of the haunting house. There's so many movies with similar titles that you do get jangled. Basically, the world. Uh, and houses
1: all... on hills have a really bad rap. Yes,
0: since Psycho, since this story, since. Mm, there you go since the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as well
1: <laughs>
3: yes <laughs> oh yeah that, that was that it's one it's on episode. Beverly Hills yes. uh, <laughs> so there you go not Bel it's uh, on Beverly Hills
0: you know what since Bojack Horseman 2 oh yeah that house is messed up oh yeah so anyway we will be speaking about uh, messed up houses so uh, let's go around the table very quickly so uh, me and Eccentric Tom have seen it but unfortunately Mr.
2: Toffee I've only actually seen about 6 episodes so far or um, right down to the 7th episode and so far, I'm actually seeing a lot of good things. I mean, this is actually very promising because it's been a while since I've actually seen a TV show horror... I mean, a horror TV show. I mean, apart from the stuff American back in the story? 90s. Like, uh, American Horror Story, I don't actually watch it because I can of... I don't know, I actually pref- Maybe it's just my mood and taste. Like, I kind of prefer horror films as one-hour, two-hour theatric releases, not so much like a serialized kind of show. Maybe yeah, because I mean, of the length and everything, I don't you know.
1: I mean, that's there is stuff to be enjoyed in american horror story like i did like the first season and the second season Mm. third one was it it was fine but the problem with american horror story is that it falls into like the weird creepy zone and not in like the horror way just kind of like why did you think this was a good idea territory like five episodes from the finale Mm -hmm. i mean i mean this is where i think this uh tv series kind of helps because it's only 10 episodes long yeah. yeah so uh, they're not doing what happened with the no- Marvel uh, Netflix series which was always three episodes too long with 13 episodes yeah yeah uh, American Horror
2: Story is like how many too. seasons yeah. right now three four five is it for know. which ones uh, oh there's a lot, actually more um, wow well, I'm not because sure Luke honestly.
0: Cage got cancelled Iron Fist also got cancelled yeah. the only thing surviving is Daredevil and Jessica Jones, Jessica Jessica Jokes, Jones. and Daredevil's yeah. last season is not that great how compar- about
1: things I mean it's
0: fine uh, compared well, to season on, two uh, <laughs> it's based on three, Born Again yeah. isn't it you know what I mean? Like, for me, season 2 is like when they introduce the Punisher yep, character. That's good yep, stuff. This, yeah, yeah. It has to get better than this. And then all of a sudden, in season 3, it's like, oh, we'll it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, walking, retreading its steps.
1: Well, it's because they want to do that Frank Miller uh, story.
0: True that, but it was totally unnecessary because the thing is, I, th- I think it's also basically because we're not talking about the House yeah. <laughs> I don't think of House again. Uh, okay, let's not detract too much. So, uh, this show... 10 episodes available on Netflix for streaming for binging right now and it's you know it's still it's tis the season to be spooky um, general impressions uh, so eccentric Tom what are your thoughts about the hunting on this
1: was probably the tightest TV I've seen in a while I agree in that every episode well almost every episode is damn near flawless in terms of execution every Almost every. Okay. I we have we we have our own personal like uh, contentions with the final episode, but I'm a bit forgiving of it because like the like the the whole was so good. I'm willing to forgive, you know, being a bit sloppy in ending. In the same way that I thought the Quiet Place had a bad ending, but considering how good the rest of the film was, hmm. it's kind of like well, you know, whatever.
0: So you're more of a sum of its parts kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Like if
1: the some of its parts is better I'm willing to forgive like some missteps here and there because otherwise I would have hated season 2 or 3 to things well
0: I well season 2 or 3 things <laughs> it's very problematic um, but I would say okay my personal impression uh, I loved mm-hmm. almost everything about it but there's a few things that I do want to kind of bring up later in the conversation that I want to address but also at the same time I am in agreement with a lot of people where that final episode doesn't really shit the bed but more or less it kind of it doesn't ruin the show
1: it's like when you watch a gymnastic show and you know the entire uh, you know some stuff is amazing but it don't quite stick the landing like there's a slight like twitch uh, I would even say it doesn't
0: stick the landing I would say more in the sense that like it came out of nowhere and it felt very out of place compared to the it rest of it it felt
1: like they do ah uh,
2: right I see it. what you're getting at so yeah, the- and,
0: you know what I mean so I'm not gonna spoil it because basically for the benefit of our listeners who are intending to watch this and for our own co-host Mr. Taufey I would say it did peak around episode 6, which is a special Oh, yeah, that was really well done. But maybe television. we
2: should establish some context about the story itself first.
3: The
1: show revolves around yep. an entire family called the Cranes, which is mother, father, and five children. And it kind of splits between the past, which I think is set in 91? I would say, yeah, early yes, 90s, because there's
0: like Ninja yes. Turtles bit sheets and like, stuff.
1: It's like it's either 89 or 91, it's not entirely sure. And then the present day Which is I guess Sometime in the last I would say Definitely
0: 90s Because of the quality Of the video game Yeah <laughs> uh, Yeah it was definitely not, uh, <laughs> It was definitely 90s Definitely a step up From the 89 That's definitely now. A 16 bit game
1: <laughs> But uh, And uh, Obviously there's been Some kind of mm-hmm. Trauma That happened to the family and It's established Very early on In the first episode That the mother Died And it's Not like The prevailing story is actually killed herself But there's kind of like the details are a bit, you know, murky. And then as the season goes on, you realize that just a lot of weird shit happened in the house to everyone in the family. And what I like about it is that every episode, a new layer of information is put down. And eventually, especially when you come to episodes six and seven, when other characters' perspectives suddenly get involved, you're like, you completely um, you know, re- re- uh, reassess what you've learned so far. Because you're like, oh, now I understand what's going on. But instead of like, you know, where normally when you learn more about something in a horror movie, you get less scared of it. Here they've managed to make it, you get more worried and freaked out the more information you get. Because stuff doesn't make sense. And it just becomes more of a mystery, like the more puzzle pieces you have.
2: I think I do, because the way I see this show, like from the six episodes I've seen so far, it's like, again, people's story do, do not seem straight. Like, I compare this, like they kind of followed the movies and the books adaptation really well in the terms where like for the 1960s movie, like you don't know whether Nellie herself, the girl in that, in that movie itself, whether what she's experiencing was real or not in the first place in the uh, haunting. I'm not too sure. I think CGI took over the second half of the film, <laughs> but the-
0: are we really going to compare no No no, no I comparing to the 60s the haunting The, the 60s East. haunting was really yes, good. Please yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. Okay. Which is, is an essential horror yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. story because you can because it's all about paranoia and all about like what what is real, what isn't? Do spirits really exist in that particular time frame or not? I felt that like in this TV adaptation, they played that really well because nobody's story is straight until the very end. At least I think so. Like, I mean, as much as far as I've seen so far. All the layers keep peeling back, like Tom said. The film... Sorry,
1: the film. The series does a good job where until the final episode, you are not 100% sure if it's purely a shared delusion or there is actually some spooky stuff happening.
2: Yeah, that's what I love about this show so far. Like, it's like, you can't tell. Like, everything just seems murky and you just, just want to keep an edge of your seat just to see what's happening in the next episode and the following episode after that.
1: Yeah, I mean, they even give a kind of a logical out within the show, which kind of gives you kind of like an escape hatch as a viewer to say if this is getting too much for you you can just like latch onto like this logical thing and then you know you're not too bothered by all the weird creepy stuff that happens later on in the show Mm -hmm. yeah which you know i think is it's a bold move to have a logical explanation and still just carry on with that you know the paranormal stuff kind of like just like you know giving you an out to be a cynic
2: with the little jump scares and all that I mean those are actually done really well I mean you also got to talk about the sets as well and the design this is pretty the house itself is is the star as you can tell I mean we're actors and stuff but I felt like all the spooky bits that happened in the house everything itself from the flashbacks to even like the visions that um, the Crane family has seen so far they're really well done and well put together I mean TV shows have been having high budgets as of late and this one is no exception that's for sure
1: yeah, I mean, apparently there was some budget cuts during production.
2: I can't tell, honestly. There yeah, was I a mean, budget. Well, cut. it doesn't
1: show any. You'll definitely episodes, tell during the last few episodes. <laughs> okay, because, okay yeah, yeah, You can see it ran out of money. The episode was the episodes were shot sequentially, so definitely in the final episode, it you do get the sense that they wanted something grander, but a lot of the budget went into episode six.
0: Mm. But I'm trying to wonder how many takes that took because basically. Every, like, it's, it's all single take, right? And it's like, it's just so seamless, and actually, it you Mike, must have rehearsed to death a few times.
1: Mike Flanagan actually went on Twitter and did a whole thread about episode six. Uh-huh. Oh, he, he said did! The, okay. the entire episode is five takes. Oh, oh he man. did five takes? Five takes. Okay. Melded together into, uh, you know, what looks like a single take.
0: I think they yeah, it a the bit. Birdman did. Yeah, mean, the it's Birdman. It's not thing. in, I don't think it's possible to yeah, do an entire hour.
1: Yeah, because there's so many transitions where it's like.
0: And effect shots.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, there was some. Uh, but the thing is like i mean i'm not obviously trained in spotting cuts but i couldn't see where you know, there not any kind of like stuttering. Yeah, to,
3: like, they did to it take. really
2: well i mean if, it, if there were cuts i can't see them honestly
1: yeah and it was extremely effective because it included all of like the weird pauses that you get in normal conversations where no one wants to say anything quite yet and you can tell someone's thinking about what they want to say next and like mustering the courage to Say the next thing,
0: or maybe they were pausing because they needed to, uh, you know, rearrange the set behind them. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's very Even obvious. Movie magic, come on. I do, which is why it's very obvious to me when you say, "Okay, this is the part where now they're gonna appear on that door, and now when we look over there." But okay, the thing is, like, I'm approaching it on a technical level, and yeah, it is very masterful camera work. And if anything, uh, I would say the okay, the one gripe I have about the the series as a whole is okay, basically I am in agreement with a lot of people where the ending is a little bit hokey. Yeah. Which is also the problem I have with the nineties version of the haunting because of how it ended. (laughs) Okay. So that is all I'm gonna say because I don't wanna spoil anything because this is the kind of thing I want everybody to experience at least once. Yeah. Also at the same time I would say um i love especially the visual i love the camera work i love mm. the composition like whoever the dp is right <laughs> especially his overuse of golden ratio because you're just forced to look into the corner yeah. constantly i on the other hand have a bit of a bone to pick with the gaffer because <laughs> like okay i get it a scary story should be underlit but then underexposed there's a lot of times where it felt cheap when they just used darkness to set up your anticipation all your basically for all the gags mm-hmm. you just need to like you know, look into like the darkness of a hallway or the darkness of the corner of a room and i caught myself many times just like reversing like okay what's supposed to be there what is this kid or this person looking at so i would say uh i mean among the many complaints i have about the, the show as a whole right Another thing is some of the performances are very, I would say, inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Because there are times where it borders on, like, you know, pure dramatic, like, you know, here's an actor or an actress and really pouring his heart and soul and his craft, you know, and delivering a great emotional performance. And there are some times where it's just kind of (laughs) hammy. So it's like... there are a lot of moments especially during the last episode where i kind of giggled like did you just really say that yeah i mean <laughs> I, okay i, I mean, sure. that's
1: where i'm not sure if it's a fault of the actor or maybe just script the script. it
0: could be the script it could be it's the a script. combination of everything yeah. because the thing is right even hokey lines if said properly sound amazing depending on you know yeah several I mean, factors i have
1: to say i was particularly impressed by all of the child actors like uh, they all i think they sold you know, that scared child uh, thing. Pretty like, well. if
2: you're a kid living in that house with just your siblings and a really big house, mind you, a really yeah, empty big house.
1: Especially the twins as kids. Yes.
2: Yeah, I like Luke, the uh, young Luke. Luke, I had such a young soft Luke. space in my heart for
1: him. Really? But I think it's because he's just, like, he's so tiny with these huge, like, bug-eyed glasses. Yeah. It's like, aww. It would be a lasting episode,
0: episode if eccentric Tom doesn't mention about how he likes children. <laughs> it's a joke oh, you could it's twist a my girl. words in such a <laughs> way? You just said it. <laughs> anyway, sure, soft right. space in your heart and your pants. Oh, but boys off, and girls, no. <laughs> so the thing is, um, yeah, definitely I think what kind of sold this is basically, I, I can imagine probably the producers and, like, the the showrunners kind of pitching it's like it's kind of like Stranger Things we have the, all these kids who are going to be in scary situations and that's kind of popular right now mm-hmm. so that's probably what kind of bankrolled it slightly yeah. but at the same time if it like yes hiring those kids it was really make or break for me the weakest among the kid actors was definitely uh, younger Steve Steve. The older brother Yeah
1: So he, I, mean, I think it was mainly chosen Because of his likeness To uh, the older Steve Older Steve probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. So or they probably hired him On likeness right I mean likeness Yeah, oh, yeah I, I mean, agree yeah. But the, the problem with uh, Like He's the one who had no I wouldn't even say A sense of urgency Because the thing is right It was he, always the
1: most attached Like that's I think what they were Trying to
3: get with
0: Which is probably Something I'm, Because there are a lot of scenes Where like He felt a bit too stocked
2: Was it Is it you,
0: uh, he would like tell like Luke like okay I'm your older brother I got your back I'm here for you and then all of a sudden like when you see like especially during the storm episode yeah. and like uh, young Steve was like you should be a little bit more
2: you know uh, like involved taking, yeah, yeah, taking <laughs> yeah. That role it's like you're because, just saying yeah. words but you're not actually buying it per se yeah.
0: but then again I'm not gonna fault
2: uh, an actor so
0: young well yeah, yeah. we'll see how it goes but oh, I don't I
1: mean, he's, think he's older than uh, Millie Bobby Brown was when she did 11 so
0: yeah, but then Billy Bobby Brown did do that really weird X-Men episode that nobody wanted. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but but okay, still, time, but
2: still props to the kids for a job well done. Yeah, the In kids, a scary TV show, mind you. Yeah. I would say yeah. yeah,
0: they're up there with maybe like the kids from Stand By Me, and you know yes. what happened to those guys? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> that the them King became a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Jerry O'Connell, uh River Phoenix. Oh yeah. Will Wheaton. Oh and, Will Wheaton. Oh my god. Cory Feldman will... for a while, right? Corey oh, Feldman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but okay uh, enough for the Keith kids in Sutherland. peril yeah. and Keeper Sutherland is the asshole yes. bully
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he still looks the same
0: he right? Does. he does he doesn't age he's a
2: vampire like from Lost Boys or some shit or he some is stuff. the vampire from the Lost Boys <laughs> yeah. I, I think
1: he's stealing all the life from his father yeah. like, like oh, Donald Sutherland Donald, is looking much older than he should be at his age
0: Donald Sutherland also kind of looks the same but you can see like you know through his glassy eyes you can see like you know the 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 remnants of his mind just slowly fading away (laughs) i was in clute god damn it (laughs) that was the best part of the return what the the body (laughs) snatches remix. so anyway um okay then comes to the adult actors um yeah so also across the board very inconsistent i think the most consistent one would probably be um
2: Middle sister, which
1: one? Uh, Theo.
0: Theodora, is it? Yeah, the the funeral director lady. Oh, funeral
1: oh, director is... is
2: that, uh... she's, she's
3: like
1: the second oldest. Second, like oldest. second oldest. No, the uh, psychiatrist lesbian. okay Psychi- So, which one is
0: that
2: again? Theo, Theo is the psychiatrist. And Who's the, fun- the one who can touch? The, fi- the one who yeah, can yeah. touch is uh, Cleo. Uh, Theo, Theo, yeah. Theo, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: She's not the female phenol- director Shirley's the female
2: oh, director Oh
0: Shirley I mean, Shirley, I Shirley. Nah, the thing, Here's the problem I mistake the both of them Very easily
1: They look uh, kinda similar They look like sisters But also yeah. at the same
0: time Like Especially the episode Where I think uh, Basically One of them brings A girl home yeah. And then Like when she walks out the door You see her sitting on the porch yeah, I was And kinda I thought, like, Is that really? the same girl Is this a What's going on Or yeah, like oh
1: a By surprise as well So like
0: oh okay They're two different people So yeah There you go uh, But
1: I think Yeah so
0: Theo's the one who can touch her. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. So I got the name wrong. So she's the one I think was the most consistent, especially during Okay, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, John, but she does have this moment where she and her other sister have this very emotional talk outside of the Oh, an episode Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and the thing right, is right. Like, I was like, Okay, that is a powerful delivery of some mm. really corny lines.
1: Oh for sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think also uh grown up Luke, I think was pretty good. Well, look, I would say his physical performance was excellent because he
0: did um, sell the junkie thing very very well and not only that like, just the way he twitched and the way yeah. you could see that he was a like, recovering
2: like, addict per se that kind of yeah you
0: could see that he was craving constantly yeah. mm. and especially like that Uh, there was that one episode where basically where he was kind of like uh, sidelined by that other junkie Joey yeah yeah mm. yeah and then like that phone call scene where he says like my arms are stiff I'm cold all over like I bought it oh like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah that's, that's probably stuff.
1: one that's very amazing
0: that's a very strong performance also by here's a scary thing after case. getting
2: beaten up and stuff that was
3: crazy yeah. also, you know
1: here's the scary thing uh you get hero withdrawals for the rest of your life once you quit it's not a one-off thing you can get like phantom withdrawals for the rest of your life if you've been using it long enough
3: the more you know. know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so
1: the anyway you know. <laughs> so like performances wise uh, how about you mr
0: toffee anyone stand up to you
2: uh let's see apart from apart from luke and theo theo itself I believe that one episode of Nell where it was just a focus of her before the stuff happened was a good touch into seeing that how she's the youngest and she really just wants to get the family together despite all the stuff that happens. You know, like after she got married and all that with her husband trying to get touch with her, trying to deal with her sleep anxiety and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That that worked out pretty alright. But for the most part, I'm on the boat with you guys where I believe Theo and Luke, they really give the actors themselves Elizabeth Reaser and Oliver Jackson Cohen. Yeah, they did a really mm. good job at bringing the characters together per se. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, notice how we're not talking about the oldest. Oh, uh, sorry, not Steve. Elizabeth
2: Reaser. Uh, Kate Siegel. Kate Siegel, as Theo. my bad. Kate. Mm. Um, the oldest guy. Ma- but basically. Formerly uh, Harris. Michael Huisman, I believe. Yeah, Stephen. Huisman. Huisman. Yeah. Huisman. Huisman.
0: The thing is, I don't think of his performance as. I mean, he does provide the vessel to push the story along
1: yeah I mean like he sells like the kind of denial cynic thing but mm. when he needs to kind of emotionally break down it, I don't know
0: No, nah, but it wasn't necessary for his character because yeah. he's the one who blocked out the most compared to the True. rest which is why like, okay I'm not gonna spoil it again but he is actually a very essential uh I he's like say... a straight man kinda no I wouldn't say even straight man I was like he is the plot device yeah if you were to watch it all the way through okay okay right? yeah so it, it was very necessary for him to be I wouldn't even say a blank slate but he has to be this wall of um unemotion to to speak he's because...
1: like the chair that we as the audience sit in
0: mm, exactly I would say that also yeah because basically he's the one because he is uh, the kind of guy you would put your thoughts into mm-hmm. because he's the one who sees things logically yeah, so, yes. he is basically... I wouldn't say he's a compelling
2: performer. I wouldn't say he's a compelling He plays well as a I guess.
0: Yeah, he plays the cynic well. He's basically like, you know, Dana Scully. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you need somebody to be the voice of reason for all these other performances. So, I mean, I won't really commend him because I, I would say he had not as much to do as the rest of the cast. But in a sense where you needed somebody to kind of like resonate of, uh central point of when things went left and right yeah, yeah so he was extreme i mean he did a good job he yeah. did i think he did what he had to do It seems which like I it was so like far. no yeah commendable but also at the same time i mean i wouldn't say it's not standout. necessarily stand out yeah yeah but he he was i think what he did was perfect because if he overstated it just a little bit then yeah i get it you're trying to be the hero
2: of the story i mean
1: the thing is nobody uh did a bad job or was
2: disappointing i would say I would say the most. Uh, what do you guys think about the dad though? Hugh, right? Like, well, dad?
0: Which which dad? Young dad? Old dad? Old dad? <laughs> old dad?
1: <laughs> I liked all that because it was a very nuanced performance. Yes. That you were
0: always
3: kind
1: of like not a hundred percent sure about what he was thinking or doing, until we had an episode where we kind of saw like behind his eyes a little bit.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. where things get revealed a bit more. Yeah. All right, so right.
1: I appreciate it because it was kind of understated, and. I recognise the look of, you know, just like the weather-beaten person who's tired of fighting for someone's uh, acceptance anymore. It's just kind of like, I know I fucked up, but I'm going to carry on trying anyway just because
2: maybe you'll forgive me eventually.
0: How about you? What do you think of uh, Mr. Toffee? Who had the weakest performance, you think?
2: The weakest, based on the six episodes, um, well, it'll be... I don't know, I mean, I mean... Like for me, a lot of the
0: periphery characters were a little bit one-note. Oh especially. I mean, uh, Kevin, like the... the
2: husband, um, there's also the psychiatrist, the one who talked to Nell. I mean that was alright too. I mean they, they served their function, lah. so.
0: I mean to I... me the worst performance would definitely be the police officer who interviews oh, the yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, you think you're in a slasher movie. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> he's you, immediately He was
1: definitely trying to be Hawkins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely trying to be like, Well you said this happened,
1: why don't you just tell me what
0: actually happened, Mr. Crane? <laughs> it's like oh god somebody somebody's really eat, chewing the scenery for his his, his 20 minutes they I work. think he's just
2: there for the sake
0: of being there the just main to move I'm the thing I'm annoyed th- by is that long. there's
1: not a single hardcore Boston accents in this show is it supposed to be said in Boston? <laughs> it's Massachusetts oh yeah you're right mm.
2: I think they were so going they ought through. to talk like uh, Marky Marky Mark is it Mark Wolverine? No nah,
1: nah, the thing is you also have to understand
0: like the accent I think Isantra Tong was talking about is like the Google hunting episode right? yeah okay oh, right, that's right. the South That's Salvi accent yeah. so they have well, very clear different definitions well
1: I mean de- de- well, rural Massachusetts is even stronger
0: probably like yeah. you
1: take it as someone who lived in the countryside re- uh, countryside accents are much stronger
0: you know what I think I would have enjoyed this less if they all had Boston accents because I would be giggling too much <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean a horror movie I or a satire. Doused. you don't know <laughs> Oh, what we got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Get in the car. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> like, now nah. you sound like Peter get Griffin for some car. reason. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> Peter Griffin does have the poster. I, I know, accent. I know. You sound like i
3: horrible like him. Well,
0: get but... You
1: saw a ghost? <laughs> nah.
3: Okay. Oh. Ghost? Ghost? You became ghost. Australian for a second. Ah, the
0: old. Accents, not good at him. Anyway. All white
1: people are the same.
0: <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, okay, let's, let's talk about probably what everybody's going to be wondering. How the scares, boys? Ah. Uh,
1: I mean, I'll be honest, I was never truly scared. But the thing is, like, I don't necessarily scare. I am a jumpy motherfucker. Like, jump scares get me hard if I'm not expecting them, or even if I know I'm I'm getting them.
0: Say that again, but don't use get me hard. (laughs) (laughs) Just say get you face of (laughs) frighting something. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am... Oh, man, he was rocking an erection watching this entire <laughs> 10 episodes. <laughs> well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
2: That's it. a good border <laughs> for you right there. Huh?
0: Final Flight. Yours more like Final Fuck, I
2: guess. <laughs> no, final Destination since... has a whole new meaning. What? Meeting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, what?
1: <laughs> to put it in perspective, uh, I was once getting off a bus. Yeah. Getting off? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was alighting from a bus. There you go. And then as a hydraulics, hiss when they raise the bus again. Mm-hmm. I jumped physically because I just was not expecting a noise. I, I'm that <laughs> jumpy.
0: And so did the, blood, the bus which flipped three times from the hard-on eco <laughs> Okay, I'll stop right now. Enough you with the hard-on. fucking
1: child. <laughs> <Speaking> of, <laughs> anyway, who's yes. fucking children again? <laughs>
2: anyway, so, okay. So, that, that, so anyway, scares wait, uh, uh, the scares, the scares, how I, are they?
1: There weren't too many jump scares, which, you know, thank you. I, mm. I don't like them, but I feel like it was an effective kind of creepiness, like, i yes. felt creeped out in ways which i appreciate mm. but i wasn't necessarily like quaking in fear however my wife who is
0: <laughs> my wife
1: <laughs> who is you know an absolute wimp uh, was <laughs> okay. for the first two episodes uh, we were watching it together and she was staring at the wall like three feet to the Aww. right so was like, that's her technique oh <laughs> that's that cute technique. Was kind of like oh my god i was like what's the fucking thing this
0: is what you need to do especially they th- this to be the perfect asshole husband is when you go like oh it's over and she looks <laughs> yeah, at that the exact, exact moment, moment.
1: See, <laughs> like, I had to watch ahead uh, for this podcast and so we have the last three episodes to watch so I was like oh no there's no job scares here let
2: her watch the last part of Carrie tell her it's over and then the graveyard scene happens <laughs> that what? was scary I've not seen
1: Carrie so thank you for that spoiler okay.
2: <laughs> everybody
0: Oops. knows about the ending of Carrie okay, <laughs> okay anyway, sorry. Anyway, how,
1: I, know, I know the period blood scene and then like she crushes stuff with her psychic stuff
2: anyway oh, you gotta watch story. Carrie that's awesome so, yeah, okay. Don't scares... watch
0: the remix and the sequel. <laughs> yeah, don't,
2: don't, don't. Just watch the original. <laughs>
0: yeah, anyway, also based on a Stephen King story.
2: I feel that the jump scares. I mean, they're there. I mean, you mean the bug coming out of the cat. There's one thing that happened. I'm not gonna say when that happened, but that that was sort of like you know, it's just there for you know, just for shock and all. But again, the atmosphere itself, the house, the lighting, the fact that you know as a camera pans on you don't you can't tell whether there's going to be a ghost popping up and then you see oh that's a ghost popping up you know yeah anything is using everything what, that works out really well this. what this
1: show does is that in the corner of a lot of they're just like hidden ghosts where you won't notice them unless you kind of look are looking for them yeah so you might have noticed online there are a lot of still frames from this show Yeah. and people just be circling there's a ghost there's a ghost there's a ghost there's a ghost so it's kind of like Rewatchability being baked into it so you can kind of go ghost hunting yeah
2: spot the easter eggs or the hidden easter yeah, eggs like
1: yeah sometimes they become like very apparent it's like okay now you're you're just kind of fed up that no one's seen your ghost yet
0: yeah <laughs> well if only the gaffer were to light the fucking shots better maybe wow. <laughs> okay another thing is sorry mister whoever was in charge of doing the lighting but then again maybe I could also blame the post-processing guy because there are some episodes just way too dark you know like the, I mean? the later actually, episodes actually the modern, or...
1: Because as the show goes on, they're doing more time in modern times. And modern times is super dark. Mm. Which, I get it, is a stylistic choice because you have you know, like the more golden age of youth with like darker moments of adulthood, which is an underlying theme in the movie. But still, it's kind of like, you know, you could use a slightly lighter shade of blue for your uh, melancholy Maybe scenes. a little
2: lighter, but generally the haunted house itself, like the shots taken there, like during the flashback scenes, the 90s scenes those turn out pretty well I mean even if yeah
0: but I'm talking about like even moments of exposition where somebody's talking It's like why does this have to be so dark
2: Ah, (laughs) you know what I mean especially
1: when you have three dark haired women it's like you really just can't see what the hell's going on
2: (laughs) (laughs) those lovely locks of brown hair
0: well anyway but the thing is uh, when it comes to okay jump scares wise I think you know what yeah I mean, I love the premise and the setups and I also like a lot of the fake-outs, especially. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it, no, Especially, Uh, I think my favourite jump scare is basically uh, definitely where Nell meets Nell. Oh. oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That episode messed yeah. me up. I, I mean, loved it yeah. a lot. Like,
1: just like, oh.
3: Mm. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. oh. Like, that so, was yeah.
1: a twist I did not see coming. That was a yeah. good yeah. twist, yeah. yeah that like, was a there fair, are a yeah. lot of oh, twists yeah. in this show where you're like, oh that's what was happening mm. like, they do a very good job of like kind of alluding to kind of thing keeping you guessing and it's like oh no this is the answer like yeah. wait what
2: ties yeah. it all together yeah I mean, uh, yeah. I, mean I think wait I,
1: until I, you find out what the red room is yeah <laughs> like <laughs> totally, that totally. will blow mm-hmm. your mind
0: red room the red, behind the red door
1: well they call it the red room even though it should mm. be the red door room
0: but yeah, I guess I, get you mean. I, know, I know which door
2: yeah yeah I'm looking forward to that yeah yeah but I think also
0: going on what uh, Eccentric Tom mentioned I think what this uh, show does especially well is to maintain a sense of dread and a a sense of like you know impending doom constantly which is what I loved entirely about the show because especially like uh, best example would be when Luke uh, actually goes out into town and he's just constantly being tailed by the bowler hat guy (gasps) oh yeah yeah so I was like okay I love this a lot. I love the fact that uh, it doesn't just rely on jump scares, on fake outs. It's,
1: it's just like, it's kind of like what makes The Babadook or It Follows work. Yeah. I so like yeah, The you Babadook. Can see, yeah. You can see it and no matter what you try, yeah, it's just there. It's yeah. it's like the monkey on your shoulder. Exactly. I so would say... I guess it was also allegory for, you know, addiction and all of that. I
0: mean, not just that. I mean, with yeah. other characters as well. Yeah, because yeah they got their ghosts,
2: literally, you know, sense. Yeah.
0: And also, I would say this, right. Um... Yes, Uh, what it does also especially well is the sound design because it keeps things creepy as fuck. Yes, <laughs> it does. I, I love the way whoever did the sound, whoever engineered the sound on this show, right? Seriously, give him some awards because basically, um, you know, things cut across clearly. Also, at the same time, I just love how you can underneath, like, if you're watching this, don't watch it with the, what do you call it? the The hard of hearing subtitles. Yeah, because the thing is right. Once you see, once it says there, hissing gets louder. It's like ah, it kind of spoils. Yeah. you know the. You want to hear reality. this with headphones. Yeah. Thankfully,
1: yeah. on Netflix, uh, you can do without closed captions. It just yeah. Has, uh,
0: Avoid the closed captions because the thing is right. The sound design actually does elevate uh, a lot of the the tension that is necessary to keep shows like this really.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I learned that when I watched uh, the original Halloween when (laughs) uh, the music scene was abrasive synth sound it's like well thank you (laughs)
2: Alright It just builds up And uh, yeah It just hits you should, You hard, should like, watch Jaws and
0: With closed captions Because then it just hits <laughs> Oh i never i never
2: seen flower. that With closed captions How was it? What happened? No
0: whenever you see, Whenever the shark Is about to appear It just like Puts down in brackets Ominous music begins <laughs> 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 I was like Oh come on
2: <laughs> Okay no, I'm gonna like... watch House uh, I'm gonna watch The Haunting of Hill House Without that And then When we'll we watch yeah. it again With closed captions See what What pops <laughs> up You know
0: because they, whoever did the closed captions, you're an asshole. <laughs> well, you
2: know, it's, yeah, it's, it's helping people. People. helping people know. out, you know. So like you gotta do,
1: they should be able to join in on the atmosphere.
0: But I know I get what you mean. But like, I'm imagining uh, somebody who's hard of hearing watching this, and like ominous music appears, and then a jump scare, and they'd be like, "All right, okay. <laughs> okay." What does ominous music even sound like?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <would>. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, that's to thing. a person uh, who's never heard sound before. Yeah, that's
0: strange. Uh, then again, I'm also saying for the hard of hearing, yeah, maybe that too. Though. So either way, um on a technical level I thoroughly enjoyed uh, all 10 episodes
1: yeah you know thank you Netflix for putting money behind bold and adventurous uh,
3: adaptations
1: yeah (laughs) so because if this was done on a network or even on HBO might have done it some justice but they probably would have uh, demanded a bit more uh, nudity but I feel like this is something that you can do because Netflix
3: is well, if it's, it's for Theo's scene, I don't mind. So. I think yeah.
0: another. I mean, if it was on another network, probably Stars. Stars actually does like throw money at things. Like, yeah. like when you see Ash vs. Evil Dead, like there is some budget to all of this and madness. And
1: Spartacus, uh, later <laughs> episodes had the budget. Like the first one was, yeah.
0: You know, whoever wrote the script for Spartacus, give him all the awards. Because <laughs> there was a hot Jupiter's uh, cock for a hot year. I just called everything like, Plato's asshole. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't that
3: catch on? That uh, I'm
2: guessing Mike Flanagan has a lot of friends, producers, and whatnot from his stint doing horror films and Gerald game. And mm, also Netflix Money say. too. last, so that's why yeah, I he's SC definitely
1: he's liked by Netflix because he yeah, gave him a chance game. with Gerald's game and he said, okay, good returns, uh, you did good stuff with your uh, money, so we're going to give you this project, He'll give you a bit more money, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good
3: stuff. So, good stuff. And yeah, I mean, I've only seen be, six
2: episodes, so I can't wait to see the rest, but so far, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, and don't be too surprised if you're not fully satisfied by the ending. Okay. It does deliver on the emotional pathos, but... you could I get the sensation that maybe there was a darker ending originally written, and someone said... Well, if
0: it's staying true to the book, and... Yeah, yeah it, I mean, that's how it ends.
1: Yeah, but apparently they were going to go for a darker ending, but then they changed it for, I don't know, what the Which reason would was. Which would have
0: been better, because the thing is... Then- I
1: do if it would have been better, because... but how do we segue to season 2
0: because this ending I mean one of the problems I have with the the way this one the season finale ended was basically
1: yeah if you ended on
0: that note then what would be the reason for there to to be a season 2 at all Well, I
1: mean maybe it's a different family like I don't think we need to have the cranes which is why
0: I don't want it to be an anthology because I want to see more Luke I want to see how he recovers. I want to see what happens to the sisters because the thing is, um, what I especially loved about this show was the focus on the family dynamics. Yeah, family matters. I mean, it's literally a soap opera with jump scares. Mm -hmm. And and also, at, at the end of it all, it's like, you know, um, I want to see how they heal but also at the same time it might be just like Poltergeist too. where like oh the ghosts are back and like we're back in the <laughs> show. again. Ghosts harder yeah. goes <laughs> harder like oh yeah. okay. The first
2: Poltergeist yeah, definitely that was a good I mean, like, dynamic right there. Because
0: it, that's the thing is like I, I would compare this to definitely like the original haunting film the the 60s one. Oh the 60s haunting yeah. Definitely there's a lot of uh Shining I mean even though like Steve, Stephen King has admitted that he used the book as reference when he did The Shining uh, or he was inspired yeah
1: well he's very clear the original book written by Shirley Jackson has influenced pretty much every modern horror writer mm, yeah and of course know, Stephen King is the most famous and
2: author. invented the tropes of the haunted house people living in it and scares and psychological stuff going on too yeah I
1: mean although mm. haunted houses have been around for forever in popular like, memory I think it's just like maybe uh the, the original um haunting of hill house is what set us like the image in our head of like it's a big spooky victorian era um uh, estate house you want to be really creepy like an apartment block or like an hdb uh estates
0: you don't watch enough japanese horror huh there's a lot of that in, <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of it yeah okay <laughs> you know, like the ring is like oh it's set in the apartment blocks
1: yeah, but that's not a haunting of the uh, apartment blocks, that's... Oh,
0: then The Grudge.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: The Grudge is a, is a haunted apartment. Yes. Okay, but anyway, um, so, uh, final thoughts on this or anything else you want to add? Mm,
2: I think that's about it. I mean, I can't really give a rating because I haven't finished it yet, but I mm. so I'll still give it a high recommendation if you're looking for a decent TV show horror film that, you know, does what it needs to do and mm. is yeah, as I mean, faithful so... with the whole psychological horror aspects of the the 60s movie and the book to an extent yeah
1: and what i appreciate is that this is a thinking man's horror. this is not you know just oh uh creepy stuff and nightmares this is it's an allegory for mental health Mm -hmm. pushed through a horror filter which it's not new but i think it's an effective way and i think especially how nowadays people are more open about talking out about various mental health issues this is definitely a product over time when we're more open about discussing it and seeing it talked about in uh, popular fiction which i appreciate it okay
0: like uh going off on what uh tom said is like to me uh this entire series feels like the exorcist 3 where the horror is extremely cerebral and psychological Mm, yeah and it's all about mental illness it's all about people like not believing truth from reality what is fantasy what is going on is this all going on in somebody's head and uh, I think the problem I, I see with uh, this show is it may turn people off because it's, it's basically a horror and the jump scares do come in fast and furious. You know? And In so the, the same-
1: episodes, in the first episode not so much. I yeah. mean in
0: the first episodes there's a lot of very dread kind atmosphere of are very
2: The dread atmosphere yeah. is still very apparent so it's not and just I, jump scares only. So. Yeah,
0: and I can also see this show as something along the lines of like, you know what, if you're a fan of horror television, there you go, 2018, probably, to me, one of the best shows this year. Oh, for definitely, sure. Definitely in my top three. Okay, I have not even decided whether I want uh, Bojack Houseman in top three yet. Uh, yeah, but then again, maybe, it will probably, I don't know. We, we'll have to think about that later when we do a year-end yeah, roundup, it's boys. Yeah, yep, we got um, two more months for that. That's
1: very yeah. nearly topped out the bodyguard for me in terms of, like, uh, best TV of 2018. Mm.
0: Okay, so... Uh, Speaking of television shows on Netflix, uh, with a lot of scary things, we're going to be talking about something that we've been looking forward to for the longest time, yes. which is the return
2: of Castlevania. <laughs> season Castle two, Castlevania. yo.
0: Season two. Okay, double the fun, double the fangs, double the episodes. Yep. Okay, we have eight full episodes of amazing Castlevania goodness. So boys, initial thoughts.
1: Uh, this was a fantastic season. And you know what? I like that it took four episodes to get going. I like that there were four episodes of build-up where we got to really get into the minds of not just our heroes, which is uh, Trevor Belmont, uh, Stira... Cypher, Cypher. Cypher and Alucard. Actual name Adrian, which is... Come on. Of all the names to name a vampire, Adrian. Blame Dracula. Yeah, but he's like (laughs) Vlad Dracula Tepes. And here's and here is my son. Adrian Tepesh.
0: Adrian Alocart Tepesh. You see what I did there? I, I took my name and I reversed it and I named it my boy. Okay. So is this is That's my name in the mirror, my son. So this son. is the
1: this is the Delhi region uh, Dracula you're talking? Delhi, no. What are you talking about? Delicatessen? No, I was an Indian so accent That's know. racist,
0: sir. And you're married to an Indian woman. Yeah, I am not going
1: she talks like that?
0: No. As <laughs> she twirls a mustache. How about you, <laughs> Mr. Toffee? Initial thoughts on this? Castlevania. Is,
2: this is the Castlevania adaptation I've been waiting for. I mean, if the four episodes that we saw like earlier on wasn't good enough, this one it was a good sampling, right? Yeah, it was a good sampling. This yeah. was the full main course. You know, all the build-up, all the research, all the enemy uh, behind-the-line stuff that goes on with Dracula and his army and god brand or whatever or even (laughs) all those guys and leading up to episode 7 holy crap this is good stuff honestly
1: yeah i mean it's safe to say episode 7 was technically the most enjoyable part yeah definitely we finally had the big fight that we've been waiting to see since we saw alucard fights uh trevor like yeah we had the the mini fights
2: in between too with the cameos from monsters from the game itself you know so Mm. yeah
1: then yeah, you know, I haven't necessarily played any Castlevania games, but I recognize, we're like, oh, And there's
2: been so many. <laughs> yeah, there's,
1: <laughs>
0: there's so somebody... <laughs>
3: many,
0: yes. How can you have missed one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think for you, basically, yeah, I think Lords of Shadows should be fine. Or, you know what, if you want to
2: really get into these characters,
1: Symphony of the Sim- Night. I'll get Symphony of the Night. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a version on Steam.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's actually the Reincarnate, there's a double pack with uh, Dracula Rondo of Blood, and... right? R- yeah. Rondo of Blood, yeah, Rondo of Blood and Symphony I think it's for, yeah. for PC as well, too, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, its heyday was before I was born, and then, like, when... It, it came out in 97. No, I mean, like, that...
0: Original Castlevania?
1: No, it was 5, yeah, I was not into uh, those kind of games when I was that age. Okay. And I got hard into a strategy for most of my teens, so. You got hard? What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, I, I, I think okay. 97, that was the time when CNC got pretty big, right? Slowly getting big.
1: Yeah, I, I was not brave enough to do Command & Conquer. Yeah. I was stuck entirely into the wolf.
3: Ah, right,
0: right. Oh man, 97 was a great year for video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah 97, 96, 98. So, I yeah. mean, like, as for me, uh, Castlevania, okay, um, I have one problem with the show. Yeah? Not enough badassery, <laughs> I would say. Because the thing is, I, I like the fact that, okay, um, once they kicked off the new season, it was basically, okay, you know this thing we're supposed to do? We're supposed to kill Dracula? How about we take our heroes and we give them a side mission where they need to just get more information and discover some lore. Meanwhile, let's look at all these other characters that where were these guys in the first season
2: yeah they're just trying to bring in the army per se I guess I know That's because why like, got if you recall like in
0: season 1 basically it what it felt to me was like okay Dracula was like some all encompassing super omnipotent demon yeah. that could just rain down hell and hell uh, literal blood, <laughs> blood literal blood yeah. hell yeah. and just like you know uh, basically invoke all these demons upon the town right and I was like oh, okay this Dracula seems pretty badass and then all of a sudden it's like okay now I just want to suit down Here's my army, and here are the problems they're having. And I was like, "Wait, what? I thought you wanted to wipe out mankind." But most of the time, he's like, "I'm, I'm just gonna sit in my room and be mopey." And mope, and do it. I don't care. As long as it's like Camilla care. arrives. Godbrand is like, "Oh, we need to act now." Yeah, I don't know. Uh, talk to the humans, <laughs> and it's basically <laughs> Hector here's and Isaac, and Hector, yeah. Hector. is like, "Okay." And that's what I felt Because like, basically Like how I was hope- What I was really hoping for uh, Looking forward to Was basically Okay So it has been established That the, the castle does teleport Yeah So be- it would have been amazing Okay okay, We have a, a-, a sighting Of the castle of, uh, What do you call those uh, the-, the-, the monk order The girls part of The remember the-, uh,
3: the, uh, the speakers The speakers yeah. Oh
0: my bad Yeah the speakers So it's basically Oh okay I got news from the speakers Uh, The castle has been sighted here So it's like Okay, I would. In my mind, I thought it was gonna be like the video game where you go from town to town, and each town is a certain kind of problem you kind of
2: have to deal with before you get closer to what the castle. Like a town full of liars, like a yeah. Castlevania 2. You
0: know, or like you know, like where the Medusa heads. Where's yeah. all the fishmen or whatever, right? You know, where's yeah. Frankenstein's monster? Like, oh, where did he come from? But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're gonna do some drama. Sure, okay, and then oh, we're gonna character develop these brand new characters. Uh huh.
2: And then oh all the I of think a sudden, there's more like fan service characters than new ones. Cause... I would say
0: that, but the thing is right like, Uh if you replace their names with any other character, mm-hmm. it's like, alright, well, didn't Dracula kind of say like I'm gonna rain down hellfire and like destroy mankind after I take a nap. I'm gonna just sit down <laughs> for like uh, think... five season, five episodes and then like, Godbrand, uh listen to Hector. And Hector says, We need a plan. Give us a minute. And then the two of them decide to just talk and they're like And then Um, Carmilla
2: comes in.
0: And then Carmilla comes in and basically the Game of Thrones, the entire thing.
2: Okay.
1: This is where I come in and say, I like that. Okay. Because the thing is, yes, that would have been cool to see. Mm. But we have seen that in so many other properties. Yep. Where it was kind of cool to see a villain where they just don't care anymore. That literally anything that drove them... To Ad- depression, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's like, like Dracula's case. Is it, like, you know, this is what happens when depression takes over. You have literally no motivation left to do anything at all. So, like, you know, he used to have his anger, his love, his desire for power. and
0: I mean, I totally agree with you, but th- here's the problem with what you're saying. This is motherfucking Dracula. <laughs> Dracula, <laughs> depressed. Uh, it's like the same problem I had with like the Dark Knight Rises. It's like they killed my girlfriend. I don't want to be Batman anymore. It's like you're fucking Batman. You actually have the ability to break more bones and be more effective now that you're angry. And but you like, spend this time to mope. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's my only problem with the series because I do appreciate the fact they decide to do some world building and expand the roster a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, based off the last episode, like if you want to watch this back to back, it felt it feels very jarring that all of a sudden Dracula decides to just relax for a while and like handle like the the petty disputes between his generals so it's like yeah I mean you could have done that better but then again you know what for 8 episodes you're trying to tell a bigger story so it's like you know what I can see where their limitations are especially you know what I'm gonna bring it up again
1: animation didn't get better it's
0: still a little bit rough around the edges especially during a lot of the action scenes well
1: I think it's because they had to do this in a year
0: they had to do this in a year Yeah. so
1: I mean considering the time constraints and just how difficult animation is Mm. props to but we'll call we call it got...
0: like
2: it is, like, I mean, I mean, I have to call it for what yeah.
0: it is, because the thing is, like, you can watch, like, episodes of, of, like, Dragon Ball and Naruto, and the thing is, they do cheat with speed lines and, like, chop choppy frames, right? But at the same time, there are a lot of moments, especially in the action of Castlevania, where it's like, yeah, you can kind of see there's several teams working at the same time. And the thing is, like, the problem like, that is with most anime, why there's so much talking and there's so much character development because it's cheaper it's to animate. It's yeah, easier to do that. Yeah. No, and the thing is, right? At least I would say this. Um, definitely, as a as a plus point for Castlevania, at least the, the character development for the new characters was interesting. I wasn't like bored, but yeah. I was like,
3: oh, okay. Uh,
0: it's like for for somebody like me when I watch this, it's like, yeah, this is all budget constraints. I'll i am fine with that. And then for a show that was like okay, basically the the first four episodes of season one was it's just gonna you know basically it's, it's a huge jerk off to the, the, the huge like uh, big bang final episode Yeah. cool like that battle in the town against the, uh, the, the demon invasion yes. very cool and you know what if episode 7 didn't deliver I would have had a totally different review. Yes. You know what you I mean? Would. But because... It's basically like when I watch Godzilla it's like what's all... Why do we pay attention to all these characters? I just want to see Godzilla. But when Godzilla you know at the end... I mean I'm talking about the American movie that was directed oh, by Gareth. right, Garrett. right. Yeah. Like Gareth Edwards, Woods, right? You know, because the thing is right in the 1998 Godzilla... <laughs> Which is yeah, a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, yeah. The we true see Godzilla. a we see a lot of Godzilla, but it's not Godzilla. But then it's, when a, you,
1: it's a fucking iguana. There you go. And it's, a, it's a lizard,
0: yeah. And in like the new Godzilla, is like okay. This is kind of boring. This is kind of like you know you're you're faking us out way too much. But that moment when he drops the like the nuclear breath. Yeah, the atomic I, breath. Holy crap. I breath. instantly forgive that movie. Okay, fine. Which is how I feel about episode seven. Is like, you know what. Thank you. (laughs)
1: They were edging us just long enough. That's the word edging. (laughs) It's not like we didn't get any action at all. Like we had Godbrand's raid on the village, which was
2: pretty gory. Yep, pretty gory. Gory, (laughs) but
0: nobody really seemed to put up a fight.
1: Well, that's the point. I think it was just to show just how terrifying just a group of vampires should be. Yes, I I agree. And like the fact that each of them had their own particular like way of doing things, like the Japanese vampire was pretty scary like she just like became a fog cloud and then she's you... chinese is she chinese
2: chinese chinese vampire <laughs> missed powers yeah. yeah
0: there's the chinese vampire based on the dress
2: uh you know who's my favorite Who?
0: indian
3: vampire oh
2: Which yeah one? yeah the female or male
1: version the
0: female one she had the best death <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. the way she got taken out like damn oh. <laughs> there you go so okay uh okay that's all my complaints and grievances but yes
2: you know so yeah speaking of character development like you appreciated the new stuff right we're talking about Hector and Isaac correct
0: I'm fine with it I'm not like appreciative but it's like the thing is for somebody like me when I watch it is like I can tell they're still kind of limited with the money they have so you know what this is just anime being anime or like animation being animation like yeah you know what's cheap having just a character just talk constantly because you need to animate just the mouth
1: I think Hector was the more compelling yeah, because he's because, a little kid
2: in a way. In a way, what, yeah. What's, no, sorry, Isaac. Oh, Isaac. Isaac the Isaac one who self-pregulates.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I, I could buy his uh, motivation a lot. Mm. Because, you know, he's a man who, you know, he's black, he was a slave, he's gay. So, of course, life has been nothing but a shit show for him. So, of course, he's going to be like, I don't want anything to do with humans. Because I've had literally, like, the one person I told I loved try to kill me for it so fuck him whereas Hector was like I had dead animals as pets my parents didn't
2: like a it. very a very disturbed human being yes
0: it's a very full metal alchemist kind of vibe that guy yeah. huh
2: <laughs> but yeah I mean like, what
0: about you Mr. Toffee what yeah, do you think
2: like uh yeah the, I just like the fact that how they adapt the characters from the video games per se like Hector Isaac they're from Curse of Darkness and they didn't have much of a story except oh I got I'm a hero they being, Dracula, all that, but when it bring, when Warren Ellis actually wrote these characters in this, they wrote it in a well that, yeah, I can actually buy it in this timeline per se, and they're fleshed out in the best way possible, like Isaac especially, in that sense, four side characters per se. I would say, and- yeah,
0: that's what probably made those characters, you know, interesting to me, is like, you know what, this is Warren Ellis' voice, Yes, and I appreciate a lot of, like, you know, basically... Besides the fact that, okay, this is kind of lacking in the blasphemy, but there's a lot of anti-authoritarian kind of, uh, you know, themes and undertones, which I thoroughly appreciate.
1: Yeah, also, I I like their approach to, like, the feminist agenda with uh, Camilla. Why so? She was literally Why, just like, every man here is fucking useless. I'm just gonna do it myself.
3: Like, okay, I don't know sure. if that's
2: an agenda, but I mean, the way that she just took control, I guess that's fine too, because she was a schemer anyway. I mean, it also, I mean, also, I mean, in the video game, so she's a schemer. So this one, she's actually done it in that way, lah, that we would expect for someone who yeah. wants to usurp control, more or less, for future Castlevanias to come. And I'm very sure they're going to be third or fourth season of this show, given as how good the season is.
0: Yeah, seeing as how they dispatched uh, the main antagonist.
2: <laughs> well, uh, there, are hey. m- there are more stories to go along for that.
0: But then again, if this is a Castlevania game... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Belmont has to resurrect Dracula <laughs> for oh, like, some or reason maybe because somehow like
2: would de- resurrect them. You know, like how we god need to find Soros the red
0: orb or so. and stand next to the wall to wait for the tornado. To yes. Oh my god. That <laughs> what stuff? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want to see a little bit of that, that yeah. just
0: to giggle at whether anybody gets the reference or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah,
2: and so... death, and then somehow death pops along like not the aspect of death, an actual figure, the skull or oh, the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Yes. To tell
0: Elucard you're not supposed to be here. Yes. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Alright. Yeah.
1: But no, I mean, I think there is something to be said for like getting rid of like the most powerful villain. Because then we could see like how do they overcome different obstacles. Because Dracula, yeah, he's big and powerful, but he's also a prideful dude. He's going to stand his ground and fight, whereas Camilla is going to do some deviant shit with your mind and just like, you know, play mind games with you, which would be interesting because Trevor isn't the smartest dude. So trying to see him like Fight someone with wits Is gonna be interesting Trevor? Trevor Belmont yeah
0: I doubt he's gonna fight Camille
1: well, Or, or will Alucard again he
0: mm-hmm. will definitely be Alucard Because I don't like, Here's the thing like Trevor is basically The same problem I have With uh, older Steven
2: mm-hmm. He's just there He's <laughs> removed the move to plot He's along, literally
0: like it? Okay, I have a library full of information. I can't read any of this shit. I'm just. And gonna I got, and I got the Morning Star and the Vampire yeah. Killer, so yeah. Uh, he got the Vampire Killer, so it's like he's basically like a vessel where it's like, okay, you're Could the more. You're the more interesting characters. You do your thing, and then like,
3: okay, sure,
0: fine, you know. But you know what? I do love the banter between Alucard and Trevor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good, is, stuff. Just that's good stuff.
1: The pettiest motherfucker, that's him, and it is just fantastic, yeah. especially when Sif uh, is just like. You, I'm told by a couple of boys. Can you please stop it? He started it.
0: Well, the thing is, Alucard has been thirteen for about five hundred years, probably. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> so you can imagine all the angst stopped, that yeah, builds up like, with that age. Like he said,
1: oh, he didn't have a, he didn't have a child. Like, I, you know, I had to grow up quickly. Like, I literally grew up quickly. Oh, that explains so much. You're a really angry teenager. Like, yes. You, just, yeah. you could just see him saying like, "That's not what I meant," but <laughs> I'm not gonna take this back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's props to Warren Ellis' writing I mean, about in, in fleshing vampires, the characters In out.
0: Vampires, he's probably like, you know, 14, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> human years is like 500, right? He's like, I don't know.
1: Don't explain why he's so svelte. So. But
0: then also at the same time, he had a human mother who would probably age the same time. So
1: he's probably...
0: I don't know. I mean, the thing is, they didn't really go into the whole vampire, it's you know, not biology.
1: clear about the timeline.
0: So he's probably 21, but yeah. then again, he's going to last forever because he's immortal. Yeah, I
1: yeah, mean, yeah. I do like that Cypher was developed more from uh, Season 1. Yeah, she's
0: the most interesting yeah, of the yeah. three.
2: she yeah. is.
1: Like uh, the bit where she goes, oh, she could just move Dracula's castle if she just... And she Put came a up with the spell it. as well, that was a
0: cool moment. Yeah, I enjoyed that
1: a
2: lot.
0: And
1: yeah. also, just how it wasn't quite perfect, like she just like <laughs> crushing the city. It wasn't her fault because
0: the castle fought back. Yeah, because basically, <laughs> I don't know what engine it's was. A,
2: it's a, it's a yeah. fight between magic, engine, magic. Yeah, and the, the crystal magic. engine or
0: whatever was yeah, basically. Yeah. It still just
1: made me laugh. She's just like keep coming and just like, can you imagine just being the citizens of brain? Like, what the fuck is happening? No, but uh,
2: you'll be <laughs> pissing your pants. Yes, and then, I also
0: kind of want to say this right. I think that was written in because basically they just wanted to have that scene where the castle just dumps itself in the lake and just kills all the vampires. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, I I I laughed so literally hard. literally faceless vampires. No, because I was yeah. laughing so hard. It's like so that's how they keep it in budget because they, yeah. like you see this like all these vampire soldiers storming the town. And I was like, yeah. how are they gonna afford to
2: animate all this? Oh, maybe some action. Oh. <laughs> oh no Just, just, just oh, have oh, someone That's the water. <laughs> of water And then had the castle crack. Cause I
0: can imagine Like basically All the showrunners Like you know Showing the storyboards Okay this is what we want This is what's gonna happen And then like All the animators was like Fuck that No no no, no. Seriously <laughs> And like the comes in the corners Like uh We can't afford that Yeah no yeah, We can't afford
1: It's so, like I have a solution It just like draws Like a holy symbol On the water Why out <laughs> Yeah Also uh, I like the um When you have like You know the bling vampires which are like you know the the, like the mini bosses the way they jump back from the the holy water flooding the hole was so funny oh yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) then again very cheap to animate rather than have them running up this is (laughs) just a little touches
2: even though it's cheap (laughs) why don't
0: they just turn to bats or fog since that's been established yeah
2: Eh, never mind
1: that can be forgiven, because the final battle... The Yeah, the Alucard, episode
2: 7 battle. You just want to go straight into that, voice. Dracula- yes, episode 7, yes. Yeah, I mean,
1: we're, we've been dancing around the subject for long enough. Okay. Like, opens up strong, Alucard charging in with his magic sword, and Dracula stops it with two fingers. <laughs> As a kind of like... I, oh, you're it. not talking about that battle.
2: You're yeah, but the about battle before the that, that was good, that, that, that was good castle. stuff, dude. Let's do it in sequence, sir. Yeah, yeah, do it in sequence the fight Yo, before that when she creates the ice wall that cuts the thing in half and yeah, yeah like, that cuts that, uh, the, the Arabian vampire in half that was my favourite death for yeah. that yeah. vampire and right.
1: no, no, but turns <laughs> into the wolf
0: which he does in the game yeah no
1: yeah, but
0: yeah. Yeah. my favourite moment is basically when Trevor decides to like take control is like okay I take this side I take this side Alicot just goes crazy yeah. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, go. awesome. <laughs> I was like let's go I was like let's go let's see yeah. Al- like, cut, cut loose, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah,
2: this is you know what." And then, and then when the the bloody tears remix just played while the battle was going on, Yeah, the music beautiful stuff,
0: oh, yeah, was, that was like, beautiful. Nostalgia stuff. boner, and like, the thing is like, especially with the pipe organs, where it really sounds epic. <laughs> yes. or, like, so yeah, this is this. Is, I mean, like the thing is, I did mention on the pre, um, like when we reviewed the first Castlevania <laughs> season, was like, this made me feel like I really wanted to play Symphony of Night straight away. Yep.
2: I got the exact same feeling again, it's like, oh man, I really want to play Symphony of the Night again. Yep. Or maybe... Makes, yeah, it makes me want to actually go back to the DS Castlevanias. Yeah. Really? The DS and the 3D, yeah, the DS Castlevanias, those are good stuff.
0: But why not you get Symphony of the Night and Rondo Blood now available on PC and PS4. Yes. Yep. <laughs> for the low, low price of what, $30? I think it's also on PC too, Steam, but uh, don't quote me on that. Could be Wait there. for Steam Sales, Steam sale's coming up soon. Which is, I'm a little bit annoyed Because the Halloween sale Came and went And like really You didn't put this on sale <laughs> Konami Hmm well, yeah. <laughs>
1: What Konami not doing something Which is in the interest of their consumers oh, Same gee. thing so.
0: Meanwhile I look at Pachinko Castlevania <laughs> <laughs> Pachinko
2: so, so, Yeah
1: I mean That fight was great but I think I was still a shite for like the actual- The final boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I
2: put both fights at the, at the top tier, regardless yeah, of so which And they all happened of... in one episode. So yeah, like, and yes. what
1: yep. I love about the fight with Dracula is that, for the first half, Dracula is just like, I really do not want to be doing this right now. You are literally just wasting my time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, even when he gets stabbed through the arm, it's just like, yeah, son, could you not? <laughs> and then when he finally loses his temper and goes full Super Saiyan.
3: yeah the actual him. literal
2: fireball yeah just crashing all around the castle yeah that fireball so that's actually something from the game too which is nice nice touch as well I mean and, like, we are spoiling the show right uh, well, let's not let's not mention more than that like okay the okay, actual fire. Sure. we're not gonna, gonna spoil uh, it. it
1: it dropped to October 12th you've had a month if you haven't seen it yet you know it's 8 episodes yeah. 8 hours of your life 20, uh, yeah. they're 20 minutes long each episode it's like yeah less than 2 hours of your and then the following yeah.
2: episode where you know we see every character's arc resolve I mean oh, you know there's it, hope for that
1: epilogue. It, it was nice to have that yeah because it's it's kind of nice to have you know the morning after yeah yeah kind
2: they of. kind of need to also set up what could happen in season three if there's yeah. going to be a season three and in there the first are
1: place. plenty of threads that we could follow we could follow but i'm
2: a little bit annoyed with the epilogue
0: because basically they say like okay trevor and the girl we're gonna go and have an <laughs> adventure alucard the cool character you stay here i was like <laughs> what no, fall. Although, <laughs> I want to see a kick ass. Like, I'm going to take care of this uh, crumbling building now. Like, huh?
1: But it had good emotional papers. Yeah, yeah. because the guy yeah.
2: just killed his mom and all that, you know? So. Well, that he, he killed his, his dad. Dad, 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 sorry. So,
1: dad. yes, he was going to...
2: Yeah,
0: we just spoiled it. Well Oops. done, boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we said, we're not going to spoil it anymore. Oh, by the way, after he's killed his father...
0: He stakes him with like a piece of his baby crib or something, right? If I well, mistake. his childhood bed, yeah. Childhood bed, childhood bed. There you but
2: go. This, my boy
1: yeah. <laughs> i was like oh this is perfect it's like i wasn't expecting to feel things for dracula like was, and
2: yet this all comes full circle you know
1: but he was probably the most empathetic villain i've seen in a long time where you can really just kind of like get behind his motivations
0: since dracula
3: well
1: i mean the original dracula was just you know uh a, he, he a very handsome a very handsome pervert but
2: Perfect. He did it for love. He did, Don't original, forget,
1: original Dracula was just you know a pervert who likes sticking spikes in people.
0: Oh, that about Vlad Dracula. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about right. Dracula the story.
2: Oh, uh, I mean uh, Gary Oldman? Or the Gary, <laughs> Gary Oldman,
0: Oldman version, which yeah. is like, oh, they really pushed the romance angle. Like, yeah, oh my they god! Did. <laughs> oh, Dracula isn't such a bad guy. He just has a problem. He, needs love. <laughs> he yeah. just has a problem with his
3: diet. <laughs> it, has, <laughs> yeah. it has to be
0: human blood for some reason, preferably from a woman of a certain age. No, cause he he just dispatches guys like with his claws and stuff. Gotta give so, props
2: to a pretty damn expensive movie, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> so I w I wanna say this, uh, Mr. Toffee, in terms of anime vampires, how do you rate this one? Is it up there with Vampire Hunter D?
2: Uh, I didn't like my vampire hunter D, that's a thing. But, the original or the remake? Um the one that came out in ninety nine Yeah, the the remake, not the, okay, the I actually happened. like the re- I actually like the remake more. <laughs> but anyway, um in terms of tier lists. I'd say it's like one step below because I really really enjoyed Vampire Hunter D yeah but at the same time it has its own story it actually took a non I mean sort of like basic Castlevania game story and just adapted it to something really really well I mean despite the fact that we know that it's cutting corners it's still well portrayed and they saved the best bits for last so to speak
1: it's without a doubt the best video game adaptation ever ever pretty much yes ever
2: (laughs) I would say that
0: yeah definitely
1: next closest is the latest Tomb Raider (laughs)
0: <laughs> Your opinion. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I will still say moral combat right now. I was gonna say, yeah, moral combat, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, the first, moral combat is actually, yeah. you know what, this actually is close enough. Because yeah, yeah. It, we get to suffer the Street I Fighter movie really. first, like, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so, final thoughts. Anything else you want to add, boys?
1: Uh, I mean, I think we said everything. Uh, I just want to add, like, my favorite line is uh, Alakar just looking at uh, Trevor going, Oh my god, you still think you're funny. <laughs> it's like you just perfectly encapsulate what I've wanted to say to so many people in my life.
0: <laughs> my favorite line is basically
2: uh, what's the name of the girl again? Carmela, uh, Carmilla, was it? Cypher. No no, no, no,
0: Cypher. Cypher is basically no, God hits me. BOM! <laughs> See? <laughs> god hates me! <laughs> I was like, I like, that. That's, that's, I I like that, so line, hard. Too. It's like, yep. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> It's like we are keepers of knowledge we don't have all these fancy <laughs> here. like we don't believe in religion what is yeah. wrong with these
1: people oh and also uh <laughs> god brand's it from us too soon oh uh, it's just they basically just gave peter stoma like just go be but be yourself be and we'll yourself around what you say but his yeah. his his well, not, the
0: accent was just all over the place where <laughs> is he was. supposed to be from
2: well, which, part of, which part of which uh, part of romania are you from
0: <laughs> I know, but then sometimes he sounds Scottish, and sometimes he sounds like. Then he sounds like the character, the nihilist from the Big Lebowski. Sometimes <laughs> it's like it's
2: just, it's just a just the Peter Stormarex. It's basically it's Peter Stormare on demo mode. Where he's yeah. like doing all the different characters.
1: Like this, now, i have just taken his demo reel without him knowing. his <laughs> <laughs> <and just animated laughs> around
0: it. You know, what? they just spliced all his dialogue because they couldn't really afford Peter Stormare. Like-
1: of course I we'll make things into boats. I'm a Viking. I love boats. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> okay, that was, that was also a good line. Too. I love you. That yeah. <laughs> well, how about you, Mr. Tuffy? Uh, I guess the simplest one is basically when Alucard just says begin and, and the entire fight just goes on and on. Okay. Well, that's episode seven. basically.
1: Also, uh, the way they say goodbye in the final episode is perfect. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Trevor <laughs> wakes. up. It's, it's not dialogue at all. <laughs> and Alucard just flips him off. It does. It
2: just- remind me of Dragon Ball Z for some reason. Vegeta and His son I think Okay so I mean I
0: don't know Before we really really wrap up I I just want to say One thing And I know Mr. Toffi Will agree with me Yep opportunity when they approach Dracula and then he drops the famous line,
1: "What is a man? <laughs> a miserable little
0: pile of secrets."
1: <laughs> have
0: at you!
3: <laughs> like, oh, if, they,
0: if they did that, I would have my mind would have been
2: blown. It's I like, think this would be higher than <laughs> Vampire Hunter D if they somehow worked that line somehow.
3: If they yeah. worked that line in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a miserable pile of secrets. Yeah. Have
0: at you! <laughs>
2: They actually so, changed it for the Requiem version. I think they used the PSP no. uh, dubbing. Maybe, maybe they did, but don't quote no, me on that. Yeah.
0: God, that, that is essential. They, they could have changed it. I'll have to actually
2: check out the collection for myself.
0: So. Okay, definitely. Uh, How about this? Let's wrap this up, boys. Okay, so Castlevania, Uh, highly recommended, all three? Oh,
1: for sure. Highly, highly recommended. I would say uh, a out of 10 for
2: this. How about you, Mr. Dolphin? I'm pretty generous. I'm giving it a 9.
3: You're giving it a 9?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be very generous too. I'm gonna give it like seven hearts out of ten
2: hearts. Ah,
3: nice. nice. (laughs) I thought I was gonna say crosses. I thought I was gonna say crosses though. (laughs) I would
2: say
0: if they if they got smashed
1: the, uh, one of the shelves in the the library. I really hope that there was just like a full chicken there, yeah, or a turkey leg, <laughs> that yeah. Been, that that would be nice. It's, or you just
2: slapped the uh, candlestick. Oh, a holy water icon, you know, or, or the or the pocket watch.
0: Nah, no. The thing is, is, basically once they say like, "Oh, look what I found! Oh, it's my whip! It's the it's the morning star, the vampire killer!" Like, okay. It, cool okay thanks I. Yeah. I, I, that, I was that. that was enough that was enough that was yeah. enough
1: I, they could have I mean it, it,
2: it had, enough. had enough cameos that it is I mean uh, you got the Slogra and Gaibon you've got I mean the, men- the characters we mentioned already without going overboard which is good I mean they had some restraint to a, to a point
0: okay so there you have it Castlevania season 2 definitely highly recommended by us all here at the Last King Podcast okay so boys and girls this has been the Last King Podcast maybe more Halloween treats for you guys next week or maybe we're just
1: gonna be talking about you know the fabulous life that is Freddie Mercury so uh, this has been uh, Shafik this has been eccentric Tom
2: this has been uh, Mr. Toffee Stein standing Out Standing Out yep standing Out